Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. And if you're loving the show, please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, please leave us a rating and a review. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the master class for personal development. You know, for the past two, 2.5 years, we've had a number of very prominent personal development figures talking about 10x. And, you know, once they say 10x, then everyone who is inspiring to be like them starts to talk 10x. So this is huge, you know, population of people now talking about 10x productivity, 10x gains. And really underneath that, what they're saying is we want to find a solution or either we have a solution to help you with some sort of quantum leap. And believe me, family, I am all for quantum leaps, but I just believe that there's only so many shortcuts. There's only so many workarounds that we can do to evade a little bit of failure, a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort. See, all of these elements are at the absolute core of the personal development space. So let's tackle the elephant in the room right out of the gates and let's deal with this before we jump into the heart of our topic. To me, self-development means working a little bit each day to improve my life and the things that I'm in pursuit of. This is my opportunity to evolve as a human being. Personal development is only a practice by a very small slice of the world because drum roll because it's hard and it's hard because it forces us to face our challenges head on our weaknesses head on our inadequacies head on and in such a way that we acknowledge them and chart a course of action to overcome them. Today, we're going to talk about all of this goodness. I love this topic. Of all the things that I've ever done, for me, this by far, adopting personal development has been one of the greatest success stories that I can tell. When I go to various speaking engagements, I always seem to have some personal story to illustrate a topic in such a way that is captivating. And you only get that by doing the work. Let's jump in. We're going to look at three different components today, family. Why is personal development important? The five areas that comprise personal development and how we can nurture this process. So as I mentioned, we all desire to 10x. We want that prize that's at the end of the journey, but we want to see if there's an opportunity to skip as many steps as possible. There are a very small contingent of people who are able to do that, but when they get to the end and they obtain it, that's not enough. So they have to turn to other things to get a sense of well-being a sense of fulfillment 
typically the things that they turn to are not positive. Working on personal development is important because it can boost your quality of life. And that's an internal thing. You've heard me say in previous episodes, the locus of control. We're not looking for outside of us circumstances, environmental circumstances to be nice to us so we get what we want. That's external locus of control. In an internal locus of control, we are responsible for what it is we want to go after, what it is we want to obtain. We take full responsibility for it. All of the heavy lifting comes from within us and not from without. This is important because once you start down this journey, you become self-aware I talk about mindfulness an awful lot on this podcast, and it's because it's a tremendous vehicle for helping us to become self-aware. Being self-aware helps you immensely to know and to become familiar with your triggers. It helps you to become familiar with the things that are ticking you off. Remember those things we call buttons? Somebody presses your button and you auto respond to that. All of those things are in this challenge category. These are the things that we don't want to face. These are the things that we don't want to contend with. But I submit to you today that if we will contend with these things, they're going to do two things for us. They're going to empower us and that empowerment is going to give us an increase a huge shot in the arm, if you will, of self-esteem and self-confidence. Remember, self-esteem is how you perceive or value yourself. And self-confidence is how you feel about your abilities and your skills. Family, you get those two things going in the right direction, you begin taking off the limits. And once you become limitless, then... You truly have the foundation for the quantum leap for the 10x. You get to see effectively the fulfillment of how personal development will give you that positive mental mindset, that can do attitude that you need to press forward. Getting past the bumps on the self-development road, that gives you resilience. So now with this resilience, you've got added motivation to keep the charge alive for whatever it is you're going after. All of these little wins, they begin to build on themselves. And once they build on themselves, they become a part of you. They rewrite old programs that weren't working and replace them with these new programs that are working. And this is why personal development is so important. Now we have to look at five different areas. Number one is emotional. This area is about understanding and managing your emotions and how you behave during life and work and extracurricular events or how you deal or don't deal with those challenges. Developing emotional intelligence. This is about recognizing your feelings and learning healthy, appropriate ways to express them. When you become self-aware, 
you get to get underneath all of the fluff, all of the noise to really understand what was said just now that triggered me. Why did that comment make me feel so sad? These are the types of things that when you become aware, you're able to then note in the previous episode, we talked about a space between stimulus and response. If you're able to get to a point where you have awareness of when that change is taking place, and if you're operating from a position of love, joy, and peace, all of a sudden something happens and you feel your state changing and you're entering into low-level vibrations like anger, resentment, frustration, disappointment, sadness. If you can catch it in that 1-1000 period, once you get good at it, you can completely short-circuit that. And that is when you know you're righteous with respect to this emotional component. All of these five, I want to tell you, they need to be in balance. They need to be in harmony. When we look at the next one, which is mental, this is an area of personal development, focusing on what you're thinking about, that sort of cognitive component of you. I always mention, not always, from time to time I say, or make the comparison between a positive mental mindset and a negative mental mindset. What are we focusing on in a given day that would cause us to have a lens that would see the day through a negative mindset or through a positive mindset? It's important that we always remain in the positive space. The negative space is not designed to propel us forward. It acts as resistance or like a break. Whereas positivity is more like water. It simply flows. And we want to be able to flow and ebb and flow throughout the day. And this area is beneficial if you want to really change how you interact with yourself and interact with others. Number three is physical. This area is really dealing with your bodily health. What sort of eating habits do you have? Are you eating greasy foods? Are you eating fried foods? Are you eating processed foods? Are you drinking a lot of soda? Are you overdoing it on the alcohol? These can be really detrimental to your overall well-being, especially if you're not exercising, especially if you're not getting a good night's sleep. We can't do all the things we desire to do in this body if we don't sustain it and maintain it. There's a principle that we learned in the military was really indoctrinated into us, and that was garbage in, garbage out. If you want to feel good, you want a body that will go the distance, put good fuel in it. You want a body that can only go short spurts, put junk food in it. And you'll see that play out every single day. And over a span of time, you will also see that that creates all sorts of dis-ease or disease. Treat yourself holistically better. So far, we talked about emotional components. We talked about mental components, physical components. Now we're going to jump into number four, social. You might want to become a better listener. Try not to be a know-it-all. 
think about improving the way in which you interact with your devices. Think about the time you spend or where you spend your time when you're on those devices. How is it that you are interacting with your coworkers? Is there someone there who you don't particularly care for? Why? Do you have a boss who is, let's say, less than ideal? What is it about him that chaps your hide? Think through that. Take a look at your communication skills. Think about how you interact with the world. How do you communicate with the world? If you see that there's a particular area where you could do better, we're going to tell you exactly what to do when we get down to the nurturing. Being aware of all of these things that you're doing sort of subconsciously throughout the day and how they impact the total you is very important for you to note. Number five, spirituality. The spiritual side of personal development focuses on connecting yourself to a higher being. In doing so, that permits you to generate a sense of peace, a sense of safety, and a sense of well-being. Most of us practice some form of religion to have this style of connectedness. That's the route that I have selected. Others have opted to go with various forms of meditation. Whatever it is that you select, I just want to highlight for you that all of these should be in harmony for you to be in a place where you can be your best and so that you can make maximum use of your day and the time that you have here on this planet, which is very limited. Now, let's get into the heart of what can we do? How can we nurture this whole process of looking at these five areas? And we've made notes about each one. Now, what do we do? This is what you do. Choose an area that you'd like to improve. You may have more than one. When I'm coaching, I always tell the clients, let's go with one to start with. Utilizing the momentum narrative that I shared with you earlier, let's get a win. Let's build on that win a couple of times. And now we've got that big wheel moving at a nice pace. And we've got some muscle memory taking place. And maybe after a month, we can take on two at a time to accelerate this whole process. Being aware is going to be your absolute best friend for this process. Getting to know yourself. Determine the areas that you need to grow in. Note your strengths and your weaknesses in each area. Look at your triggers. Look at the things that challenge you when you set a goal. That turn on your fear alarms. Look at all of those. Start working on one by one. Number two. When you start working on one by one, you're going to create a plan. And in that plan, you're going to outline this trigger. You're going to outline this fear. You're going to outline this shortcoming, this weakness, whatever the case is. For the next 30 days, you're going to have an affirmation. If you don't know how to do that, we've done two episodes on that. Take a look at the archive 
to learn how to craft your affirmations. You're going to write an affirmation. You're going to read that in the morning, midday, and in the afternoon. At a minimum three times a day. If you can get mid-afternoon and mid-morning, that would be even better. Read that affirmation and that affirmation should be written in such a way that it tells your subconscious that this is a thing of the past. We are very, very thankful and grateful that we don't have this issue anymore and we're moving into the future without this particular problem. Number three, be kind to yourself. There's always a learning curve. You're not going to be able to get this right, right out of the gates. Most people don't. We don't want you to be harsh because if you've had a pattern of doing that in the past, it's going to give you a case of the give ups. We don't do that anymore. We don't give up because we know failure is not final. It's merely a teaching tool. As you're going through this process, as you're working on that first item, be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to have some small failures. Maybe if you have a bad attitude and you want to stop being like that, and you flare up. Somebody presses your button two days after you started this and you flare up. Give yourself a break. You haven't had enough time to reprogram your subconscious. This takes time. Depending on what resource you look at, some people will achieve it in as little as 30 days rewriting that section. Others take up to 72 days. Whatever the case may be, give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack and be kind to yourself. Number four, assess your progress. Make time at least every week. Designate an hour and this is a time for self-reflection, for you to make an honest assessment of how you're doing, to review over the course of that week what has worked and what hasn't worked, and what adjustments do we need to make in order for us to complete this process as a win. Keep track of everything that's going on, what you're working on, Understand that this is a process. By checking in on a weekly basis, you're able to then harvest the information while it's still somewhat fresh. More than a week, there's so many activities in our lives that it doesn't work well. This weekly check-in is very, very promising, has a lot of research to support it. Lastly, number five, celebrate milestone accomplishments. When you have a milestone and you hit it, it's like one of the coolest feelings that you can experience. It's like eating one of those dark chocolate bars. Not the whole thing, just whatever serving size is. It's like that, that dopamine hit that you get, you know, and you're just like smiling and you can't stop smiling. I'm doing it right now, right? Because I just had one this week and I'm reflecting on it as I'm talking about it. Celebrate those. Allow yourself to get really in that moment. Keep track of all of these milestones in your journal. And if for whatever reason you don't particularly like the journal, that's fine. There's a ton of mobile goal based applications that you can download for free. Know that it's imperative that you keep track of your accomplishments, especially your milestones. I want to end with telling you that you deserve this process. And as I mentioned to you early on when we first started of all the things that I have done in my life specifically for me this one 
hills way above anything else that I've done. Talk about 10x. Talk about quantum leap. Get your mindset together, family. And then all of a sudden, all of these other pursuits become very simple. Why? Because you faced the challenge. You have owned it. You put a plan in place. You've overcome it. And then you'll be in a position like I am today to bring others up by the bootstraps to help create a set of circumstances to fast track their development, their growth, their careers. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. I want to ask that you share this with your friends, family, colleagues. Tag me on IG at your thought life. Y-O-R thought life. No spaces. I encourage you to leave a comment or suggestion. And as a reminder, you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.